I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. introduction i think of freddie from iCarly, just like every single Bro, i literally that's what i was like, like and three two one and the music starts yeah anyways welcome to crying public guys i'm sarah i'm sydney i'm sophia i'm savannah i'm isha and i'm claudia and today crying in public has its first guest star ever so joining us today is TikTok star, Instagram sensation, and one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Audrey Trollinger. Hello, guys. How is everybody doing? I hope everyone is well. <laughs> so for those of you who um, don't know Audrey, shit, do you guys hear that? The ambulance? It's just Holy New York God. City. Holy ambulances. Well, Cindy and I just moved back to New York City recently, so just get used to these lovely and sounds in the background. <laughs> Sorry. So um, before we dive into today's topic, which is a really, really good one, so just you wait, we're going to do some get-to-know-Audrey questions. So, Audrey, tell us something that's not on your resume. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) What are your qualifications? No, but seriously, what are you working on right now? How are you? What's new? Uh, Well, what can I say? Um, (laughs) Right now, I am sitting in my 
home office of my house right outside of Philly doing absolutely nothing but making TikToks and YouTube videos. And we love that for you. Yeah. You know, really, what else is there for me to do? Nothing. Um, And I enjoy it very much. And I'm having a good time doing it. But today I filmed a little um, bikini haul. And uh, yeah. Frankie Swimwear. Oh, yeah. That's what it was for. Dude, Frankie's bikinis are so Dude, cute. I saw you got sponsored. I was like, I want that. He's been getting sponsored since high school. I'm. I can't imagine like getting a bikini and like showing it off. I'm like, I'm not leaving my house. Put this on. (laughs) No, but yeah. So, um, I got. So I did a little haul today, and then I filmed that. Then I took some Instagram pictures because you know I don't look great every day. So I try to take pictures whenever I can, whenever I look decent. And that's what I did today. And yeah. So your messy bun video on TikTok. Dude, I, like, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I have my blue light glasses right here. Let's, let's, let's put them on, honestly, because why not? <laughs> I made this TikTok. It said, so somebody commented on my TikTok and they said, messy bun and glasses, please. And I had been getting this comment a lot lately. And I was like, why? Like, what is the allure to this? And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, oh, they're thinking like, when the girl isn't trying, it's, like, so cute. Like, when she has her glasses on, like, her hair in a messy bun. Like, it's so cute. Like, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking blowjobs because I want the hair. Wait, I was thinking, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, what's her name? Like, whatever the fuck her name is with glasses. Like, no, oh, yeah. No. The entire comment section and the entire reason why I went viral is because everybody thinks I just look like a porn star. And I'm like, well, that's not exactly what I was going for. Um, but did it get me followers? Most definitely. Did it get me over 50,000 on Instagram? Absolutely. Did it get me over 450,000 on TikTok? Yes. So does it matter? No. Nice. <laughs> does it really matter once you get down you to it? You know what I mean? I'm the only one here who doesn't have a TikTok. And I got one last night <gasps> just for the fun of things. And bro, why are the comments so aggressive? They're like, sell your first child and dye your hair pink. Like, why are they so aggressive? So I saw the messy one video and I'm like, who told you to tell me what to wear? Like, chill. Yeah, that's, I mean, they're they're very funny. Somebody told me today that, um, what was the comment? They told me that I should die in a hole, die in a pit? It was something like that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Not, then they told me that my video uh violated the community guidelines. Oh. It happens a lot on TikTok, doesn't it? Yes. For stuff that it shouldn't. Um and and then stuff that it should, it doesn't happen. The comments are hilarious. Like they're just unnecessarily aggressive and just like weird. Um, and I just love re- replying to them. I love that. Yeah. I, f- I love when like TikTokers reply to like absurd comments, like make a video replying to them, just like roasting the commenters who are like hiding behind their litter screen with like no posts. Every time they delete the comment. Because they're like 12. They're literally they're 11 literally 12. in their room. And they're like die for and you're literally 12. And I'm like, <laughs> all right now. Back to no, legit. <laughs> it's without fail. The comment will be deleted because they think that that will delete the video. But no, guess what? It's already out there. You're done. So, Audrey, I have like a million dollar question for you that I think you can answer. How do you deal with the hate that you get? If so, I- that's the th- I 
I mean, knock on wood. Like, I'm not going to lie. I genuinely don't get a ton, a ton of hate, hate. It's like weird comments like that where people are like, you're a slut, go die in a hole. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, well, like, that's not true. You literally don't know me. So like, fuck off. And that's the thing. You just have to like, remember at the end of the day, if somebody's taking, I'm sorry, I'm just like literally looking for my computer charger. If at the end of the day, if somebody is taking time out of their day to write something mean on a video, like none of us would ever do that. None of us, because we're normal people and we don't have like serious life issues. I, I mean, obviously we have serious life issues, but like those, like those people have bad issues if they are taking time out of their day to comment something negative. Amen. You just have to keep reminding yourself that. I mean, you know, sometimes I, I recently I've been getting a few comments telling me that my nostrils are too big. <laughs> oh, wow. The thing is, before yep. I downloaded TikTok, because I just thought it was a teenager app before, everyone's roasting TikTok people, you know? They're like, oh, like these dances are so easy and blah, blah, blah. And then during quarantine, I finally downloaded TikTok because I was bored and there's nothing else to do. And then I tried one dance. It literally took me 30 minutes to learn that dance. It was so freaking hard. Dude, I can't even do the dances. And I do them sometimes. That's why I don't post dances often. And she's been dancing since she was four years old, so. Yeah. No, like, I don't, honestly, like, props to, like, Noah Beck. I, I'm obsessed with Noah Beck also, like. Yeah, so, like, I downloaded TikTok, I think, 24 hours ago. Like, I just downloaded it on the toilet. And I follow Sarah and Sarah only. I can't get off the For You page. I don't know how. But I see some videos and I'm like, I just genuinely don't understand. I have to like sneeze or a guy will be like, I'm hot. And then get like, I, I just don't get it. The thing is, Sid, you need to keep scrolling and keep engaging to update your For You page. Mm-hmm. To get to different types of For You page. I, I got to baby TikTok and bro, I was like, I kind of want to I mean, a knock on what I do not want a child now, but I was like, damn it, they're kind of cute. <laughs> You're like, are they trying to tell me something? Exactly. I was like, fuck, is this a sign? <laughs> so, Audrey, um, another million dollar question for you that I think all our viewers want to know. What do you attribute viewers? to your fame? What, yeah, our listeners. You are our listeners. <laughs> all of our zero viewers, because no one actually views us. Yeah, viewing the Zoom call. Cannot be viewed. <laughs> um, what do you attribute to your fame? Is it one video? Is it just, what, what do you think? What, tell us your secret. Okay. Um, I think TikTok, I love TikTok's algorithm. So what TikTok's algorithm does, instead of favoring consistency, like YouTube does, TikTok favors engagement. So if people are liking, commenting, and sharing your video, they will show it to more people and they will blast it to people. No matter what, your video goes on the For You page. Even if you get zero likes or something, someone somewhere saw that video. So that means that if they engage with the content, TikTok is like, okay, well, they liked this. Maybe these people will like it and they'll show it to more people, whatever. Mm. So TikTok is, I mean, knock on wood, as of right now, it's kind of the easiest app to blow up on. I mean, Sarah, you even see, you have like, what, 15,000 followers now? I have 21. Nothing compared to 450,000, but hopefully someday, knock on wood. But basically, I think what TikTok does is like, if you are either talented attractive or make good content you will blow up damn it so like i think that it's just the way that the algorithm works it's like it favors you if you do if you make good stuff you will gain a following on tiktok so what happened was i just posted a dance i posted a dance video this was 
December 28th was my first viral video. I had only been posting videos on TikTok for probably like two weeks at that point. And I just posted like a dance video and it was before, I don't know if you were coming with me, but we were going out in the city and I was wearing this little tiny crop top. And of course, like my stomach's out, my boobs looked pretty decent and (laughs) it was a little dancing video and it went viral. So people followed me, at least in quarantine. That was really when I flourished because I had time to just like think about stuff. And like, I had all these ideas and I just did them because I had time to. And yeah, I think that that's what I would say contributed to me blowing up. I think a surprising amount of guys have TikTok. They don't want to admit and like a little titty bounce, a little tan, a little shaky shake gets the male brain going. And like, if a guy says he doesn't have a TikTok to look at hot girls, he's literally lying. He's lying. Yeah. He's lying. Can we prove that? You know what bothers me about TikTok though? And you guys could like feel free to agree, disagree. It's like the age demographic. Cause honestly, I feel uncomfortable when there are like 10 year olds on a social media platform that are like, freely interacting with the content I post or see you know what I mean like I feel like Instagram is a lot more like targeted towards like whatever age you want to interact with whereas TikTok it's like you could be talking with like a nine-year-old in the comments and you wouldn't know Isha having a full conversation in the comment section with a nine-year-old <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, what happened to me I've just like seen it happen in the comment section it's definitely weird and that is you know sometimes when I like make stuff And I realized like there are little kids like watching this and at least the messy bun with the glasses. Realistically, when they look at just the video, it's innocent. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with the video. But then when they go to the comment section, that's when it poses a little bit of a problem. So yeah. Before and odd, I've been saving this for the podcast. Before we get into this topic, I need to clear something up with any listeners who know us because I was approached by literally the guy I'm talking to, his best friend, and was like, Audrey's TikTok about you was hilarious. And I was like, what TikTok about me? She didn't make one about me that I know of. And he was like, the one where you texted her asking for a shout out. And I was like, (gasps) I was mortified. So I need your signature claim that that TikTok is not me. Let me tell you guys right now. If Sarah wanted a freaking shout out on TikTok, all she would have to do is be like, hey, can I be in one of your TikToks? And I would be like, absolutely. Hands down, I would drive to her house. She could be in one of my TikToks. That's not like, no. Sarah would never even, like, one, she, I, I, Sarah wouldn't feel comfortable asking me. She wouldn't feel comfortable asking me. Also, she can do it on her own. Like, look at her. She already has 20,000 followers. She's only been on TikTok for what, like two months? Like, it's fine on her own. (laughs) And the person that texted me has 50 followers on TikTok, okay? What it was, I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you because I really don't care. Um, It was basically just some theater kids from high school who didn't like me. And then I guess they were all drunk together at somebody's house. And they did. It was a drunk dare to text me and ask for a shout out. And they wanted a reaction from me. That's so mean. Well, it's like, are you six years old? You're playing a truth or dare drinking game like that's like fine like you can do that but don't actually like follow through with that when you know like that's not okay to like text somebody that it's just like weird yeah good for you would you say that it was the only time that you got a text saying that someone needed a shout out or like are there so many more um 
nobody will say like, oh, can I get a shout out? But they will ask, you know, for me to promote their products or promote something for them. And luckily I have a manager so I can say, oh, well, you actually would have to go through my manager for that. So then I don't even have to deal with it if they do want to. Nice. But usually if, if somebody does say that to me, I mean, it, that's the thing. It depends on the person. It depends on the situation. Like I'm not the kind of person that's just like, I don't want to post about anything or anyone. It's like, if I'm close with you and you're, you know, trying to grow something, it's like, I have a huge platform. Like I'm more than happy to help. Also, you do have to be careful because when, and during this time, I feel like is the most, is like the part in your life when you realize who your true friends are, because people will like come back in your life in the most convenient times exactly, in a certain way. And then other people will just have always been there and like lift you up and support you. And I feel like you've been handling that really well. Thank you. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a huge thing. It, even like some of my closest friends, they're not necessarily treat me differently, but it's like, it's always on topic and it's always being talked about. Um, and not that I don't like talking about, it. like I love talking. It's so cool. It's so cool. Like I'm not going to deny that. I love it. It's it's insane. I always wanted to, you know, be like Vine famous. That was always my goal when I was literally Vine Audrey walked so that TikTok Audrey could run. I said, you know that TikTok that's like, oh, uh, what was it? So that Peppa could run. You know that TikTok. <laughs> literally, this bitch walked so that Peppa could run. When I'm with my friends, it's just kind of. It's just like a little weird because like when I want to talk about it, I feel a little weird talking about it because I don't want people to think that I'm full of myself and like trying to talk yeah, about it all no. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a drinking game with this podcast we posted and it was like, if you reference a TikTok, take a shot. So at this point, I'm just warning everyone, get plastered, <laughs> get drunk. <laughs> like, speaking of drunk, let's go into this topic because... <laughs> <laughs> This tends to happen when one is drunk. So today we're talking about hooking up with your ex. Now, when this topic was suggested, I was like, who's coming after my life right now? Because <laughs> as everyone knows, I have never in my life not hooked up with one of my exes. So, you know, I'm very intrigued as to how we're going to discuss this today. Everyone's opinions or like ideas on this. So I think just dive right in. I feel like a majority of us have hooked up with an ex before. Am I right? Because yeah. I have personally. I have not. You have not? Okay, Sophia, log off. We don't need you here <laughs> anymore. Okay, I'm leaving now. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I feel like I never thought hooking up with, with exes was a normal thing until I did it. No, I totally agree, Claudia. Literally, until talking to all of you guys and like becoming friends with you guys, I didn't know that hooking up with an ex was a thing like I knew it was a thing but I just didn't know people like actually did it I don't know like, <laughs> does that make mm -hmm. sense like yeah that's the thing I don't know I, I know like the first thing that we should talk about is like do we think it's okay if we get with our exes does it ever work and <laughs> I personally don't think it does but I can't decide if that's because I've gotten with literally all of my exes and it has never worked from there or because I don't think it works in general and like I'm just having an unbiased point of view I think it's the first one but I just can't tell all right now <laughs> to fucking dive into this because so let's say like you're with a guy great connection like sex is great emotion emotional emotionity emotion <laughs> emotions with emotionity. an at the end the emotions and the emotional connection is like really good like it's good it ends out of nowhere and then you're like fuck could it have worked out 
is this a mistake? So then you go back and hook up just to confirm it was a mistake or was not a mistake. And I have to admit that like 97.4% of the time, it's been like we should have broken up. Sex was horrible. It's not there. Like we need to end things. But that other percentage, 3.6, I think, I can't do math right now. It is definitely a mistake. Because like for me, it's like, you know the connection, you know the person, you're comfortable, feels good, might as well do it again. And that's where I'm at. So that's my take on it. Take it, leave it, run with it. That's what I Destroy think. it, stomp on it, never listen to it. Yes. Don't take it. <laughs> hey now, hey now. It's worked so far. It's all I got to say. I can't really comment on if it's okay to hook up with an ex. But I feel like it really depends on the case if it works or not. Most of the time, I believe it doesn't work just because the intentions weren't right at the beginning if you just want sex, you know? Okay, so I actually have a question for y'all. I hate the word y'all, but I feel like it was right in this context. (laughs) So as I haven't hooked up with my ex, so when you guys do, is it like just because like you miss sex and like it's comfortable to have sex with that person and like you enjoy it, but you're emotionally over the person? Or is it like I'm still so emotionally invested in him that like maybe if we start hooking up, we'll get back together? I really think it's subjective because for some people, it's like you know the person so well, you know how to please each other like emotionally, physically, mentally, whatever. So it's like convenient to from my point of view, I enjoy being with this person. So I would get them in the capacity that I can if it's not dating. So like you might as well, you know, so she like nowadays when like you can't go on dates or you might literally get coronavirus, it feels good to like have someone there that's like rock solid and you know how to like get things done, you know? I mean, I think it really just depends, at least for me, it's like, it just depends on the ex. Exactly. It depends how the breakup was. It depends what the situation was. Depends how long ago you broke up. Because if it's somebody who you broke up like with two years ago, at that point, you kind of don't know the person anymore. So then that's kind of like you're meeting them again. And honestly, most of that time, it's just like, yeah, like you're two different people now and it doesn't matter. Uh, and I think it's then it can just be a, a hookup and you guys can be friends, whatever. But I think with certain exes, of course, if it's like, you know, four or five or six months after you guys broke up and maybe it wasn't a great one, then it, that's just that's just creating so many problems. But I also do understand where somebody's coming from when if mm-hmm. you really have emotions for someone, because also like you never know, like maybe it could work like plenty of people you know break up and get back together and make things work and figure out what was wrong in the relationship because like hindsight's twenty twenty, you can look back on the relationship and say this is what was not working this is what was not working and if, you know you both are aware of that and are able to fix that then maybe maybe huge maybe it could maybe work that's a good take on yeah that. i feel like you put it perfectly for me thank you um But I feel like as not even like just being comfortable with someone sexually wise, the banter and like the flirting also matters a lot just because it's so much easier to get into the sex part when the banter is good and when the flirtation is good. That is my current issue just with guys in general (laughs) at all. No, I'm not kidding. Like I literally, I can't do it anymore. 
I can't deal with these cute guys that can't keep up with my sense of humor. Mm -hmm. That's what I need. Like, I'm sorry. You can be so hot. You can be so like cool and like fun to be with in a group setting. Like that's great. Whatever. But once we close that door and it's just you and I, if we're not like going back and forth, fucking around with each other and like being fun and funny and having a good time, get me out of there. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have sex with you. (laughs) I get that. Cause like, Every time I hear the word banter, I think of Love Island, which just gives me like, with banter, that's like one thing in quarantine, especially like having to talk to guys on Tinder and like Bumble, the thought of like having to get to know their sense of humor and like how to talk to them is so gross. Like it literally turns me off <laughs> to see men I don't know. Cause I'm like, ew, I don't want to get to know you. I don't want to like do all the like, oh my God, nice to meet you. How's your family? How old are you type stuff? Like I just want to like get to the action. So I feel you completely on that. Odd, I feel like you and me are very similar on this because if they don't send me memes on Instagram, if they don't send me funny TikToks, but like the things that I like, <laughs> I mean, like you can send me any old meme or whatever, gif, gif, whatever the fuck. But yeah. if you don't know like my sense of humor, it's not gonna work. To me, that's definitely one of the most important things. Yeah, that's what distinguishes a hookup to a thing, to talking, to then dating. Yeah, they're all they're all one to me. That's probably the I'm one. I'm curious to see how like hooking up with exes affected you guys. Um like I'm curious to see what that experience for you guys is. Well I think I'm just unstable in general. So <laughs> I don't think it really affects anything. Also like hooking up with my exes is my normality. Like since I was literally like I was gonna say 10 but that sounds inappropriate. Since I was a uh, dating age, I've done that. It's normal for me. But like now that I'm an adult it affects me differently and since like I'm more mature so it's more of like a conscious decision um it kind of gave me closure a little bit closure or lies (laughs) okay I I so I disagree with that I I know we're gonna talk about that later but I do disagree with that so I feel like for me it kind of gave me closure but that was just because of that certain relationship like it was so long ago and at this point yeah we like I was saying like we're two different people and it was almost like we're meeting again and it's just like it's just not it's I look back and I'm like why did I like you not that he's not awesome and like a great person whatever it's just I'm like you grow up got me to be like okay we can be friends this is not something I need in my life um it was a long time ago and now I don't that sounds really mature did you guys break up like over a year ago this was like junior year of high school. That was like my first love. Question though, like for everyone, do you think closure exists? Because like for me, I'm like, I can never really like get closure. Because like, what if they're like, I dumped you because you suck. You have no personality. You're obsessive, whatever. That doesn't like help me. I'm like, well, shit, what do I change now? So I feel like I never really get closure from like that kind of stuff. Unless the sex is really bad or like we've changed so much that I like couldn't see myself connecting with them again that's when I get closure I think closure is like something that you find you have to find in yourself because I, I feel like I talked about this in like a previous video or I mean video podcast <laughs> but um I think it's something you have to you can't expect them to ever come back and like say what they're you want them to say because they probably won't so it's really something that you need to find like in yourself you know I agree I was just going to say, whenever I got closure, I would always end up getting railed against a wall. So for me, it doesn't exist. But for other people, if they want it to exist, that's fine for y'all. <laughs> we love a nice rail. <laughs> <laughs> so sociology-wise, do you think that, like, 
the way guys and girls and Audrey, I actually really want to hear your take on this just because I know the guys that you've dated. Do you think that like guys handle breakups differently than girls? Because like what I was thinking is that when guys break up with girls, they just play 4K or 2K or whatever the fuck that's called, drink beer and get with someone else and then they're fine. And I hate to say that because I feel like out loud it sounds sexist. But what do you guys think about that? I don't know. That's just what I hear like mainstream wise. I have seen guys be so emo. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe I just have simps in my life, but like, (laughs) no, I'm totally kidding. I think it depends on who broke up with who, how the breakup went. But if it was, you know, something like happened, like maybe they like cheated or like something like that. And, you know, they regret it and obviously didn't want to lose you and didn't want things to end. Of course, they're going to be fucking, um, emo but uh if you know they're the one that broke up with you and they want to go fuck around and get with other girls yeah they're gonna they're they don't not that they don't care I'm sure they do and then once they see that you're doing well they always just want to come crawling back but you know I think we definitely deal with it differently because no matter what the girls are always like in their bag I feel that I I have a lot of guy friends who I've seen depressed after the breakup and I've also seen a lot more girls who go through that phase but like sociology so sociological is sociolo- from a sociological standpoint sociological <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> from, from a sociological <laughs> standpoint guys are just less conditioned to care about marriage and like relationship in general that's what I think about but also from my personal experiences I've never really had that sim uh nation going on but i feel like (laughs) girls almost think that you know guys don't care or they only care about sex which can be misleading i'm not calling anyone out but i feel like a lot of girls is thinking about hooking up with their exes are thinking about oh once we have sex everything will back to be back to normal or like we'll get back together because the guys will want me again again not calling out anyone out because initially I thought that (laughs) all right now (laughs) you say my name that loudly (laughs) okay so like as Audrey was saying like guys will go and hook up with other girls or there'll be like hella emo but I feel like at the same time like guys will go out hook up with other girls and then like after go cry themselves to sleep about like their ex-girlfriend I I do the same thing though like I'm not gonna lie like I'm a guy in that sense it's like I always want to like move on to the next and Dude, I'll fucking do it. And then, oh my God, you know what? What song kills me? Um, So close. It, and it's like, thinking about you as I'm lying next to someone else. I cannot tell you how many times I've been lying in one guy's bed and just thinking about another guy. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> to quote our Lord and Savior and President and Dictator and Dr. Beyonce, <laughs> I feel like girls, like Claudia said earlier, Girls are conditioned to, like, date for marriage when they're young, even if it's, like, subconsciously. Because, like, boys don't have, like, fake weddings when they're younger or, like, marry their Barbie dolls or, like, think about their wedding dresses and stuff like that. Well, I guess their wedding tuxedos. It's not really one option. But they don't really get to think about that sort of thing. Yeah, but, like, we're subconsciously, like, conditioned to think about that. So, like, for us, it's, like, oh, shit, like, I don't want to be a spinster or some, like, 50-year-old single person. It's, like, for us, it's always, no matter what age, you're, like, crap, I want to marry this person or, like, what if I don't marry them? Or what if I'm single forever? So for us, we're like low-key always thinking about that, although we deny it. From my standpoint, 
point of view. Is that the standpoint? Is that a word? Yeah, standpoint's a word. I was like, sit point. Go for it, MCC major. Yeah. From my sit point standpoint. <laughs> sit point? Did you say sit point? Sit point, yeah. Sid point? Like S-Y-D point? Sid Honestly, point? Honestly, sit point. We're going to go with that. I'm not <laughs> sit point. Yes. When you're comfortable with someone, it takes so long to get to that place. So, like, I'd rather just, like, stick with that than, like, try and get with someone new that, like, sucks or is creepy or feels like crap. Like, I'd rather just be in the comfortable situation and try and find something new that also like mimics that comfort slash security or whatever. Even if you are just talking or hooking up or whatever, because like it could become more, could become less, but like if you're both on the same page about things, it should be fine. This is all so foreign to me because the whole, I like everything, like closure, going back to someone that like you had a thing with, whatever. I admire your dedication and your uh, strength. I do not have that. <laughs> Me neither. But I do admire you for that. Uh, yeah, go Isha, for real. That's but it's perfect. like, if you guys, like, everyone who knows me just knows, like, if I if I don't want to fuck with you anymore, in the literal or physical sense, whatever, or the <laughs> hypothetical sense, that sounds so mean. Oh, my God. No, see, I will, I don't, I don't fuck with any of my exes, but I will still fuck them. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> Wait, 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 what was Excuse it? me? Girls? I don't oh fuck God. with them, but I will fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Sydney said something so groundbreaking today. It oh, wait. Was it's, like... it's for this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that once someone brings it up. Did you even bring that up? Where was it? Girls and guys differently. Yeah, we're on that right now. Oh, I'm going to say it even though that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Girls want comfort. Boys want come for it. <laughs> so, honestly girls and guys prioritize different things like for guys it might be purely sexual for girls it's more of like a comfort security thing but also now that i'm not in florida anymore and i stopped dating libertarians i feel like it's a lot easier to not get caught up into that it's more of like a conscious choice but back then it was like i'm in florida there's four boys here that either a aren't racist or b like don't ride cows for fun so like you have about two options and you fucked one of them might as well go back you know for me though i think it's literally about checking up on my growth when i think of when i hook up with exes it's low-key like a test so like i don't i don't go in knowing oh am i really truly over them or like blah blah, blah. but then after after hooking up with them i'm like you know what that was just sex or you know what it's more than that you know you gotta test the water it's like a ph test where you like put it in and like it comes out a color it's either <laughs> oh, acidic or basic it's either toxic or not i don't know we try basic or acidic uh we yeah, try but, but but for hookups so acidic is toxic yes okay. i that's the only thing i learned in chemistry titration boom we tried to riff off of each other and make an analogy there just didn't work but speaking of going like to your hometown and quarantine or no speaking of going back to your hometown like Cindy was just talking about florida i want to talk about quarantine because for a lot of us i feel like whether we have exes at NYU or exes from home, it just either complicated things or made comfort or coming a lot easier for some of us. So let's talk about that. That's such a rash, like comfort or come. That's hilarious. But how did quarantine affect your um, hooking up with your ex situation? So for me, that is the whole driving force. (laughs) I was really really lonely like but the thing is though that I I thought I had thought about it before because like this ex was like he was like the you know what I thought back in the day uh the love of my life and I was like oh my god like I'm obsessed with him whatever 
that he had a girlfriend god i really really hope like nobody i know like listen like nobody in that group of people listens to this anyway Dude, the girlfriend's listening right now and she's like hearing no oh my god i'm so sorry girl <laughs> hi hey queen um i'm really sorry i don't like your boyfriend i swear but i had always thought about it i was like oh like maybe like i would get with him and then he i guess they broke up he added me on snapchat because i had him deleted and I would literally, oh, I was on the, I was on FaceTime with one of my exes when he added me on Snapchat and I literally screamed and my other ex was like, what? And I was like, uh, I don't really know what to say right now. <laughs> and I was like, my ex-boyfriend from high school added me on Snapchat. I told him that. And he was like, oh, are you like excited about that? I was like, no, no, <laughs> it, no, it, it, it's my time. But yeah, so then we like started like talking a little bit again and then ended up like hanging out and obviously like hooking up. And then, you know what? I shouldn't say that that was the driving force, but if I was, you know, at school, like getting with other people, like I don't think he would necessarily be my first choice to like hook up with. And if I was able to like go out and like do things and, you know, have more of a normal life, which right now we are able to, that was when I like, right when life kind of like went a little bit back to more normal, that's when I stopped hooking up with him. So yeah, was the reason, but yeah, I think it's just a lot of, it's like loneliness. And then at least for me, it was like, he broke up with his girlfriend finally. So I was like, ah, but then they got back together. So it's just, I felt so awkward when I found out, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, BRB, gotta go. It's like, um, uh, the, the TikTok that is like, it's like, I don't like it here. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I really don't like it here and I don't want to be here anymore. Um, <laughs> no, I feel like I had the exactly the same experience as you, Audrey. Really? Yeah, literally exactly pretty much the same thing. Except we wanted to hang out as friends. Yeah. It's hard when you're in the moment, you haven't seen this person literally like a year and a half. And then like all of a sudden the banner comes back, all the memories comes back. You know, it's just, it's, it's too, it's tempting. Uh, it's just too much. And then you just like gave in. When Claudia said, I'm going to smoke with my ex. I said, we're going to get dicked down. Don't say it was just a hangout. You're in a car and smoking. Uh, what else is going Yeah, that's happen? what I'm saying. I'm like, Claudia, you really just thought? You didn't even give it a thought? Yes, really. I didn't. Also, I did not. as much as I don't smoke anymore, smoking made me horny. Like, I would smoke before I had sex. Yeah. So I don't understand why you That's just hilarious. <laughs> Savannah's mic isn't working right now, but I would just like to put down for the public record that she would like to laugh and emphasize at what I just said. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I smoke, I can't even see straight, so all I can see is dick. But um, when I went That's... home for quarantine, because I was in LA for like five months and like couldn't leave my house, so like the idea of sex was like a foreign treasure. So like when I finally got back to Florida and I could have it, because I'm planning on waiting to sleep with my ex for like all of quarantine, because I was like, if I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it good, you know. I got to Florida. I hooked up with this guy I went to high school with. He was, like, a couple years older and was but like a Greek god. And I was, like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I did it. And, like, it was good. But I was, like, that was, like, having the munchies and eating fruit. Like, it kind <laughs> of cured it. But, like, you wanted an Oreo. You wanted cake. You wanted the sweets, the goods. So, like, I just feel like I should have waited because, like, it didn't give me the satisfaction. But, you know, it be what it be. 
Uh, well, Sydney and Audrey, you're going to appreciate this. When I get high or drunk and I can't see straight, I see my exes too. <laughs> They're not straight. <laughs> oh, no, period. I love I, I dated there she so goes. many. Got it, she got it, she got it. I dated so many gay boys. I think it's a talent. Like, at least I help you figure it out. BRB. <laughs> Audrey and I were in musical theater in high school. <laughs> no, but like, props to you for not, you know, be mean to them when you have suspicions that they were. Oh, no. Thank you. My ex told me he was gay and then wanted to date, and I was like, okay. Oh. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I have an inkling. But right. the last thing I want to talk about, and I feel like this is sort of a good final situation because this is the final situation once you realize that hooking up with your ex was the worst idea of your life or the best idea of your life or even a neutral idea um did you ghost them are you still together how did you ghost them how long have you been together how is it still working after all of that i ghosted (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i guess i would say i ghosted yeah yeah i don't i i was just kind of over it and i didn't really want to get with him anymore i just wasn't into it so i was like yeah, not really, not really gonna keep going with this. So I, I ghosted. Ghosted. Yeah, I just wasn't into it. I mean, no harm, no foul. We're, we're fine. I literally saw him last week, so it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Is that your crocodile? <laughs> do you guys know what I'm talking about? I do. Drunk girls, You have to watch Drunk Girls, Crystalia. It doesn't even matter. Wait, what's that? What's that YouTube channel with all those Christian, two Christian girls that are like, you should never Girl Defined. Girl Defined. Oh my God. I had to watch that every Friday. What? In all school assembly, every Friday. You had to watch? They forced you to watch Girl Defined? Yes. Well, I mean, it wasn't always Girl Defined, but we called them Good Christian Women Fridays. (gasps) And basically it was an all school assembly and like, you know what, Sarah, cut that out. Just cut that no, whole thing out. Well, no, no, no. That was actually good content, Isha, because Audrey and I went to an all-girls high school. There and would if- be an uproar. I cannot believe that they forced you to watch that. I went to a Christian school, and we had to watch a girl give birth. And they were like, do you want to rip your vagina open? No. So keep it closed. <laughs> Did that work? No. Uh, so, you know, mm-hmm. Okay, wait question going back to audrey saying she ghosted is it just me or like i'm totally chill with ghosting people but if i get ghosted all hell breaks loose like it's not cool to ghost me but like really i hate being ghosted like just tell me like you should want to stop talking and that's totally chill but i feel like ghosting's a part of life like just how you ghost people you know what i mean like other people are like eh, whatever i, I it's hate just getting ghosted disrespect but like when it's a guy one ex when i tried to Cause like we hooked up for a while for actually like a year after he broke up and I was like, I'm pretty sure he's gay slash. I don't like him. So let me like try and end this. I was so fucking nice. I was like, it's like that time where like we should like part ways. And he was like, you're going to die alone. No one's going to love you. So I was like, okay, <laughs> that's a good topic ender. Like let's just cut it there. Let's end it nice. So yeah, that's how that ended. But I figured that was a good way to like cut it off without being rude on my part. I'm sorry, but that's just really funny. Yeah, I guess who's single now? Well, I guess both of us, but we'll see. Yeah. Not single. Well, in well, my mind. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah. Um, I feel like when I ghosted, I didn't really ghost my high school boyfriend who we, I was also really serious with. We're still good friends to this day. But no, I really do love him. But I did ghost my university boyfriend who I dated, I guess, like freshman year of college. And 
I also did hook up with him after we broke up. It's sort of like that thing we were talking about earlier. It's like, so now you want to be in my life now that you know I'm sort of being successful. No, thank you. No, thank you. Am I a career coach? No. Do your own work. Well, because I feel like there are a few categories with like hooking up with your ex-boyfriend and how you feel about it. I feel like there's the, you know, comfort versus come situation where you're just looking for something familiar. Then I feel like there's also the pure, purely sexual sort of situation. And then there's the, I literally just don't care. This is just entertainment. Or it can just be really toxic. You know what I mean? I feel like it does differ for each person. I mean, you guys are like changing my mind from the beginning of this podcast. You're just so influential. My God. I'm an influencer. I influence people. <laughs> that's my that's my new line. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> but um yeah, I definitely do feel like it, it it differs between each person. But for me personally, it just like wasn't a good situation. So ending it was the right decision for me. I have six followers, but me turning <laughs> A toxic situation into a slightly less toxic tends to be very influencing for those six people. So you're welcome. Thank you, I suppose. Yeah, they're all it's it's you six. So thank you for listening. No problem. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna do a little bit of Sarah's question corner. Okay. No, so uh, before um, I sort of abbreviate, so Sarah's question corner I abbreviated like Sarah's starts with an S. Question starts with a K. Corner starts with a K. Then I realized that sounded a little too familiar in a really bad way. So now I'm changing it to Sarah's question corner with a Q for the question and Q for the corner. So that might change the pronunciation a little bit. But in middle school, I had this thing called the gossip journal. But instead of (laughs) J for the journal, it was G. More like gossip journal. So I figured if sixth grade toxic Sarah could do it, why can't college Sarah? So. Exactly. So that's what I'm doing. And my first question in question corner, well, my first one was about closure, but I feel like we already answered that earlier in the episode. My second question will be, I want to talk about high school versus college. So how was hooking up with your ex-boyfriend different in high school than it was in college, if you did do it in high school? I think in high school, I was a lot less mature and really didn't know how to navigate, you know, like love and like feelings for people. And this literal same ex I hooked up with in high school after we broke up as well. And that, but that, that's why I'm saying like every, that's why I was saying in the beginning, every situation is different. But even if it's the same ex back then, while still hindsight was 2020 a little bit, like at that point, I still, I had realized that I was crazy in the relationship. I, I had a lot more emotions tied to it. Whereas now, like, I think that I can, I do have that ability to just kind of be like, okay, like, I need to take a step back and know that, like, this might not work out. This might not be what I want it to be. And I know that before going into it. Whereas I think in high school, I was a lot more naive and would go into things thinking that, oh, my God, this this is all going to be good. And we're, we're going to get back together and things are going to be amazing better than they were before and it's like that just does not it really rarely happens so I think I'm just more mature in college I definitely agree on the maturity thing because like for me in high school it was more like convenience like oh there's no one else I want to get with so like I might as well get with you even though it's like not healthy like in college it was more like well the same thing but um, (laughs) more like I could get someone else but like I just rather not so I'm not going to yeah. try and force us to, like, be together again. But, like, for me, like, I enjoy it. So, like, I might as well because life is short and YOLO. Ew. <laughs> YOLO. YOLO. We're bringing YOLO back, but it's going to be more, like, less cringy. Wait. 
when YOLO was a thing, I was so like, I need to get a YOLO tattoo. It would be no, so cool. No. <laughs> I don't have Thank one. God Thank God. That, Maybe like a YOLO lip tattoo. Actually, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> right there. Right. The th- lip YOLO. I don't know if it'd be cool, but like at least no one could see it. And then it's like, you know. It also fades. Yeah. Lips have to fade. That's why I they have a that. jacked up, uncentered tattoo in between my tits. But guess what? No one can see it. So it's okay. Right. It's right here, guys. <laughs> if you can't see it. You can't see it. Got it for five bucks in a dorm. Don't hey, do that. No, definitely do it. What the heck? For five dollars. <laughs> yeah. If your heart desires. <laughs> and... My other Sarah's question corner, if no one else has anything to say about that one, because I think we answered that really sufficiently because we're so smart. Um, did en- Does anyone have a worst ex-boyfriend hookup experience? Because I know- I actually don't think I've had a like necessarily, not like, I don't have like a horrible like story or anything, to be honest with you. Um, I hooked up with my ex during Thanksgiving break freshman year and um, my mom walked in so we hid in my shower with my shower on for like 45 minutes. And while we were sitting there, he was like, I forgot to tell you, I have really good birthing hips. And it was in that moment I realized, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've seen get out, but that moment where he's like, shit, I need to run. That this went, boop, run. So, yeah. That was your teacup yeah. scene? That was my the- closure. That was my, do you want a child with this man? No, run. Yeah, that was a good like closure moment for me. Yikes. Who is your favorite influencer, YouTuber? Who do you look up to? So I look up to Katie Bellotti. So she, I don't know if you guys have ever watched her. Um, she's Hello Katie on mm-hmm. YouTube. But she went to Elon. She was in my sorority. She was in Zeta. She, she's a content creator. And she worked at L'Oreal for a year after she graduated and she was also doing content creation now she's a freelance content creator because she quit her job now she just moved out to LA like she's just like she's like a superhuman in content creation and everything and I just like love her she's more she's my inspiration for like Instagram and like YouTube and stuff TikTok well my inspiration was Gracie Birmingham it's just at Gracie Birmingham and it's like so funny like she's like a sorority girl tiktoker and she is hilarious like she was like my inspiration in the beginning of tiktok and now she and i are friends which is super cool nolan roseborough if you know who he is um he makes the frat house drama tiktoks or the hype house drama tiktoks mm-hmm. he's like this week on hype house drama that was what influenced quarantine chronicles mm-hmm. and then nolan and i are friends now so it's, it's really cool that is insanely cool do you prefer Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube? TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> easy question. Yeah, no, that's – yeah, it's an easy question. I mean, I like YouTube uh, because of the way that you can monetize it, but I hate YouTube's algorithm. I think it's unfair. I like Instagram, but Instagram's hard to grow on because – there's no there's the discover page but nobody goes on that i don't know um i just i like tiktok because of the algorithm and the way that people can grow and like flourish on social media through tiktok all right sounds good and what is your favorite food sushi from kumo i love kumo dude i need i haven't been in so long that is like my favorite place ever like you get like some rock shrimp 
and like some sushi and like miso soup and uh, a nice salad with ginger dressing. And there we go. It's done. It's over. Perfect. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Audrey, thank you so much for joining us and being here today. Thank you for having me, guys. Um, Make sure to follow Audrey on Instagram at Audrey Trollinger. Make sure to follow her TikTok, which is the same thing, at Audrey Trollinger. Make sure to follow her YouTube, same thing, at Audrey Trollinger. And um, for any business inquiries, she has her own email, which is listed on her TikTok and Instagram, I believe. Um, Is there anything else you would like to – what's your Depop? I want to plug your Depop. Oh, my Depop is at Audrey Trollinger. Oh, my God. And guess what I fucking did? What? I accidentally, I didn't realize that it includes your address on the shipping label. So I sent out like 10 packages with my address on it. Oh my so God. So if anybody ever wants to drop my address in TikTok comments, it's out there. Um, So you guys, this is the last time you're going to hear from Audrey before she gets murdered. So <laughs> enjoy this while you can. You're going to have stalkers knocking at your door. There's probably like 15 year old <laughs> girls like buying my clothes, thankfully. I mean, not the word. I fucking hope. But yeah. That happened. I changed the address. Yeah, can you imagine some eighty-year-old sitting at his house like this with your clothes right now? <laughs> Old man buying your clothes. I swear to God. Um, make sure to follow Crying in Public at Crying in Public Podcast on Instagram, and as always, uh, make sure to follow us on Spotify and rate us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us more than you possibly know. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate the amount of listenership that we've gotten in the past few weeks is insane and so crazy. Can't believe this is happening, and it's all thanks to you guys. We love you so much. So again, Audrey, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. And see you next time. Bye. 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 I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.